Welcome to the PCOS Diva podcast. My name is Amy Medling. I'm a certified health coach and founder of PCOS Diva. My mission is to help women with PCOS find the tools and knowledge they need to take control of their PCOS so they can regain their fertility, femininity, health, and happiness. Today's PCOS Diva podcast is sponsored by the seven-day Discover Your PCOS Diva Jumpstart program. Jumpstart is the place to begin when you're ready to commit to yourself and jump into your healing journey. Learn step-by-step how diet, lifestyle, and mindset changes can get you on the right path. You'll be thrilled to feel your energy return, brain fog lift, acne begin to clear, and so much more. Visit PCOSDiva.com slash jumpstart for more information and to get started today. If you haven't already, make sure you check out PCOSDiva.com. There I offer tons of great free information about PCOS and how to develop your PCOS diet and lifestyle plan so you can begin to thrive like a PCOS diva. Look for me on iTunes, Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram as well. Have you forgotten what it's like to have clear skin or feel like you've tried everything? Have you wondered if you have to deal with acne for the rest of your life and you're tired of being on an endless hamster wheel of one treatment after the next and every new skincare product that comes out? If you are one of the many PCOS divas that struggle with acne, then you're going to want to listen to today's podcast with Dr. Shana Peter. She is a functional medicine doctor and a holistic dermatology specialist who's helped thousands of women who have tried everything for their skin problems and have been left feeling frustrated, helpless, and hopeless. She's the founder of Well Ahead Chicago. It's a functional medicine practice offering health consultations and educational resources for people who have unresolved skin conditions. And she is the author of a brand new book, It's Not Just Acne, which I read last night. And it's a fabulous book. And I'm so glad to have you here on the PCOS Diva podcast, Dr. Shana. Thanks, Amy. I'm so excited and so pumped to be here and join you on this conversation. Well, one of the things that I immediately resonated uh, with you in your book is that you think of acne as not just a nuisance and a burden, but you view it as a gift and an opportunity. And that is the way that I view PCOS. I mean, it took me a long time to get to this place of feeling like PCOS is a blessing. And I think that we both are kind of coming at um, at it from the same angle. And I would love for you to explain how is acne a gift and an opportunity? Yeah, absolutely. So I can definitely relate on a, a personal level um, as someone who struggled with acne myself. So I know firsthand, you know, just how annoying and how frustrating it can be to experience breakouts, especially as an adult, because that's one thing that we think about acne is that, you know, it's something that we struggle with for a few years as a teenager. And then, you know, once we're an adult, we're supposed to be done with that. And be able to put exactly. That behind us. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, so dealing with acne as a, an adult, it really became um, this discovery process for me that I've been really grateful for. And it, you know, actually led me to functional medicine uh, myself because I was in the conventional world initially and not being able to find the answers to acne that I was looking for really uh, pushed me in that direction. And, you know, it really became a blessing for me because um, it became this learning process um, that allowed me to learn so much more about my health and how to solve other um, challenges that I was dealing with and being able to um, connect a lot of those dots, make a lot of those connections between um, other symptoms that I was experiencing. And so, um, with reframing how you see acne, it can be so powerful because with functional medicine and looking at things more holistically, um, you do have the opportunity to uh, prevent a lot more serious conditions down the road and experience a lot of collateral benefits. And that's one of the things that I talk about in the beginning. And a, a big reason why I named the book is not just acne because we do have limiting beliefs. You know, we're conditioned to have limiting beliefs about acne a lot of times and just think about it as a skin problem, but you know, it's, it's coming out more in the research. The research is evolving more and more that, you know, there are a lot of similarities and root causes between um, acne and some more serious conditions that can be fatal, like um, autoimmune conditions, cancer. So that's coming out in the research. And those aren't things that we think about necessarily when we think about acne we just think of it as being you know a cosmetic thing but it if we really pay attention and address those root causes then it can give us an opportunity to prevent a lot more uh, serious conditions down the road which you know is priceless yeah exactly and it and it really relates to um, PCOS uh, because it gives you so many signs that there may be some type of hormonal imbalance, um, gut imbalance. And, and you talk about um, different clues that acne um, can give you in your book. And we're going to be talking about that um, in a minute. But I wanted to just back up. Um, you had mentioned, and this was really the first time that I ever heard acne as being mentioned as a possible connector to um, autoimmune issues. And, and you even go so far as saying that it could possibly kind of be on the autoimmune spectrum. So I would just like to hear uh, more about that connection. Uh, I know a lot of women listening would too, because so many uh, women with PCOS deal with other autoimmune issues like Hashimoto's. Um, and yeah. it's also been suggested PCOS may be an autoimmune condition. Yeah, definitely. So um, talk, when we're talking about autoimmunity and just um, thinking about some of the biggest root causes that we know of in functional medicine, um, nutritional deficiencies is a big one. Um, infection, so chronic low-grade infections, um, a compromised intestinal lining, um, 
environmental triggers, um, environmental toxic loads. So those are all major things that we know to be associated with autoimmunity. And those same things can uh, be triggers of acne as well. Um, so it just may be um, a situation where people are experiencing the acne earlier in life. Um, but with autoimmunity, as you know and you've heard, it takes decades for that to develop. Yeah, it, you know, when, when I was reading your book, it, it, I, I thought about my, my son, um, Clay, who I've shared on the, the podcast a couple of years ago. He uh, had a major health um, emergency, I guess you'd say. We, we found that he had a tumor on his pancreas and he had to have um, a Whipple at eight. It's a, a major surgery to have this tumor removed on his pancreas mm -hmm. when he was 18. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. afterwards, he developed really horrific acne um, on his forehead. And nothing we did, you know, we tried probiotics, um, lots of different topicals, and nothing helped until we realized that he needed some digestive enzymes. And um, his food just wasn't digesting. And once he got those digestive enzymes, his acne went away. It was like a miracle. Um, and you talk about digestive enzymes um, in, in your book is one of the supplements that um, you recommend for folks that are dealing with acne. And I want to, I, I definitely want to get into that. Um, we're going to be talking today about, about minerals and vitamins and um, how to optimize those and how nutritional deficiencies come into play. Um, for, uh, for with acne. But before we do that, could you just kind of talk about um, the, the different uh, pillars that you discuss in your book? I know we're not going to get to all of them today. We're going to be focusing on the nutrition piece, but I just want, uh, want uh, the divas listening to, to see how you go after that root cause of um, acne. So we're going to talk, as I mentioned, about optimizing um, vitamins and mineral levels and uh, figuring out how nutritional deficiencies come into play. And I'd love to talk about all the different aspects of the book, but we just don't have time on the podcast today. Um, but why don't you tell us what other uh, pillars you cover in the book um, besides uh, the, the nutritional focus that we're going to um, talk about here in a minute? Yeah, so there are a lot of different aspects that I try to hit in the book to really help people to understand how acne is multifaceted and that sometimes why it can be so complex and so difficult to treat. So some of the other things that I touch on in the book are uh, balancing hormones. So a lot of people think about acne as being hormonal, and I would say that that's true in a lot of cases, but I think we have to get away from um, oversimplifying how we think about hormones. So uh, there can be you know, different patterns that people have, different ways that um, hormone imbalances um, express themselves um, in people um, differently that have acne. Um, and, and I talk a lot about um, 
what it takes to address root causes of hormones. So it's not just about uh, replacing a hormone or blocking it, how to really get to the root cause. Um, talk a lot about inflammation. Uh, so there's actually a whole chapter on um, inflammation because at the end of the day, that's where we're going with all of this. That's what we're trying to identify is um, identify, you know, all the different um, things that are happening in our body that are contributing to inflammation. So finding the root cause and then fanning that flame so that we can um, bring the inflammation down to a normal level. Um, so we started to talk about um, digestive function a little bit. So that's something that I definitely like to touch on in great detail um, and how people can really optimize their digestive health and a lot of the other factors that interplay and affect our digestive health um, and even healing the gut. What, how our digestion and how our uh, microbiome affects our gut lining, our barrier between um, our bloodstream and our, uh, the outside world. So um, I, I definitely hit on those things and I talk about uh, detoxification as well. So we started to talk about that a little bit with autoimmunity. Um, but um, even earlier in life, um, there are a lot of things that we can do to uh, lead a, a cleaner lifestyle and reduce our toxic exposure. And that can really help um, in improving acne in a lot of people as well. And I know in this conversation, we're you know, kind of talking about things from a, a different angle and not focusing as much on skincare, but that is something that I address in the book as well. Um, because it, it can be helpful and people definitely want to be on a good skincare regimen that helps to fight breakouts and calm their skin, but doesn't irritate their skin. So that's a, an issue that a lot of people have with acne skincare that it can be so aggressive that it really dries their skin and makes their skin look unhealthy. Mm. So, but I think, um, people sometimes tend to rely just on the creams and uh, lotions and tonics without realizing that they have to kind of fix what they're putting kind of into their body um, to feed their skin, which is like, it's the, the largest organ of our body versus putting on. So I, I just wanted to read a, a little excerpt from your book. I thought it was great. And I think it sets up um, talking about nutrition really well. You say, when we are hungry, it is a signal that we need nutrients, not just calories. If we take it upon ourselves to understand nutrition, we advance towards self-maintenance and healing in general. Specifically, in the case of acne, key nutrients can work to reduce inflammation, stabilize hormones, and repair damage to your skin cells, thus healing scar tissue. When you allow your diet to work as your medicine, you are literally creating the opportunity to heal your skin 24 hours a day. Optimal nutrition works around the clock. I love that. Yeah. Thank you. So, <laughs> Why don't you walk us through the nutritional deficiencies that you talk about in your book and why those can play a factor into acne, what kind of foods we could eat to increase those nutrients, um, and then maybe 
at the end, we could probably talk about supplementation. Um, sure. Although I, I, I'm sure you agree you can't out supplement a bad diet. So it really needs to start with diet. Yeah. So diet is definitely uh, foundational. Um, so I would say that they're both important um, because the challenge with our diet, um, again, diet is extremely important. Diet is foundational, but um, our food supply is an issue. Our food quality is just not what it used to be. So if we're relying on our diet uh, solely as our source of nutrients, uh, most of us are going to have deficiencies there, even if we're on our best behavior. <laughs> So uh, both are really, really important. So, so let's start with um, the fatty acids. Tell us how those play a role. Yeah, so the fatty acids uh, play a role, uh, especially omega-3 and omega-9, uh, because they're anti-inflammatory. So um, our standard American diet is very high in omega-6. So that's not an area where we need to supplement most of the time. Um, a lot of the processed uh, foods that we eat, uh, packaged foods, a lot of junk foods, they're very high in these processed oils that are very high in omega-6 and very low in omega-3. And so um, when we're consuming that type of diet, um, it, it, it creates an imbalance in that ratio between omega-6 and omega-3, and that can really be a driver of inflammation. Um, so with acne in particular, um, it can set us up to have more breakouts because um, having high levels of um, omega-6, it can change the composition of our sebum and make our, our sebum more sticky and viscous where it's more likely to clog pores and cause breakouts. Um, and just overall, they're anti-inflammatory. So that's going to be really important um, with oleic acid. Oleic acid is really important because it's um, it's a supportive uh, nutrient that helps with mineral absorption. So we'll talk about um, some of the minerals as we go through, but it can be really difficult for us to absorb our minerals if we don't have high enough levels of oleic acid in our diet. So it, I know that uh, women with PCOS have a, a hard time uh, converting the plant-based um, omega-3s to the more important um, omega-3 uh, EPA and DHA. So I think mm -hmm. this is one of those cases where we do need some supplementation. What are, what are your thoughts there? Yeah, supplementation is really important. And what's great about a lot of supplements is that um, we can find some that have uh, been purified to some extent and have uh, higher levels of um, some of those um, uh, active ingredients that we're looking for in omega-3 fatty acids. So that's definitely um, a benefit that we should take advantage of. Um, 
and also having uh, adequate levels of zinc that can help with our conversion as well of um, converting omega-3 fatty acids into the EPA and DHA. Yeah, tell us more about zinc. Um, why is zinc so important for managing acne, especially women with PCOS? So zinc, zinc is so important because it's one of the few minerals that has profound effects on hormone balance. Um, so with acne and PCOS in particular, we know that androgens are an issue. Um, and with acne, uh, a lot of times people do have higher levels of testosterone and they're um, converting their testosterone into the more uh, potent form, which is called dihydrotestosterone. So zinc really helps us um, because it uh, facilitates that conversion. Um, it's involved with that conversion. So when we have adequate levels, it can help to inhibit some of that conversion from testosterone to the more active form dihydrotestosterone because when the levels of um, dihydrotestosterone are higher, that's when we notice a lot of those uh, androgen symptoms. Yeah, and you also uh, often see that abbreviated to DHT. So if, you, exactly. if you're familiar with DHT, that's what Dr. Um, Shane is talking about. So zinc is, is important. Um, is it hard to get enough zinc in your diet, do you think? Um, I would say no, but um, it's a couple points that I want to make about that. So if you're eating more of an omnivorous type of diet, then no. Um, if you're following more of a plant-based diet, uh, vegan, vegetarian diet, then yes, because the richest sources are typically going to be uh, animal protein. So it is going to be more challenging if you're um, cutting out those uh, animal foods from your diet. Mm -hmm. um, another point that I like to make on that with um, zinc is if our digestion is compromised, we can also have difficulty absorbing it. So even though we may be eating it, we may have difficulty absorbing it if we have, we're having an issue with our digestion. Well, that's a great point to make. Um, okay, the next, the next one in your book is vitamin A. Tell us about vitamin A. Yeah, so vitamin A is kind of like a superstar with, <laughs> with acne and skin health. So um, actually, um, a lot of your listeners have probably heard of Accutane. So um, Accutane is a medication that um, has been used a lot traditionally to treat um, acne in uh, some of the most severe cases, and it's actually a synthetic form of vitamin A. It's a high dose form of synthetic vitamin A. Um, but vitamin A, um, at the level of the skin, it helps to regulate sebum production. So that's why um, a lot of times people notice benefits right away just from taking high doses of um, vitamin A. But it's also got, you know, other benefits for um, acne and skin health and just bringing down inflammation. So it's one of the uh, key nutrients that we need to support our intestinal barrier. 
intestinal barrier and the health of our intestinal lining. So um, when people think about uh, inflammation and leaky gut, um, if you have a deficiency in vitamin A and that's not corrected, that's going to be an obstacle to healing a leaky gut. That's, that's it's interesting. I mean, it plays. So I'm wondering, could you um, just kind of be sure that you're taking um, like a good multivitamin that would sort of cover the vitamin A, the ink, the zinc? Um, I know the next, the next supplement we're going to talk about is B6. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so there are definitely uh, multivitamins out there that have good levels of a lot of these nutrients. So um, looking to make sure that they meet uh, the daily value is definitely important um, and looking to see what form, what form um, the vitamin A is in. So that's another um, thing that people need to be educated about because a lot of supplements have beta carotene. And so beta carotene is not the active form of vitamin A. Our body has to go through a lot of steps to break it down. So uh, making sure that you're taking um, a formula that has the active form. So uh, retinol palmitate is a, a f an active form that's found in a lot of um, supplements. Okay. So, but for example, uh, the, the PCOS Diva um, mm -hmm. Essentials Multi, our vitamin A is mm -hmm. mixed carotenoids and pal palmitate yeah so you will want a source so um you know a person may need to take a separate uh vitamin a supplement in that case um but i'm really a big fan of people finding out where they are as opposed to blindly supplementing levels um with some vitamins in specific, in a particular like vitamin A, because it's fat soluble, you know, it sticks around. So it's more um, easy for people to develop a toxicity to vitamin A. So um, it's important to be cautious about taking high, high doses of vitamin A if you don't know specifically where your levels are. So do you recommend micronutrient um, testing, like SpectraCell micronutrient um, Yeah, tests? I'm a okay. big fan of micronutrient testing and people finding out where their levels are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely um, think what, one of the other supplements that are vitamins that you talk about is vitamin D. And I think that's mm -hmm. one of those um, vitamins that women with PCOS should be tested for to see where their levels are, are at um, because it impacts so many different um, body systems. Uh, so why don't you tell us to talk about vitamin D next? Yeah, so vitamin D, it is like a super vitamin. So it has some really profound effects on our immune system, um, blood sugar. So with PCOS, that's um, obviously a, a major concern is um, blood sugar regulation. Um, so people knowing where their levels are is going to be really important. And um, I'm a fan of looking at levels within the cell as well 
as well as within the serum. So um, usually with standard uh, labs, they look at the serum level. So sometimes people can have high levels in their serum and low levels in their cells. Um, so that's important for them to know because they may think that their vitamin D levels are great, but the vitamin D is not getting into their cells. So it's not really doing anything. And another reason why that's important to identify is because uh, if that's the case, supplementation is really not, not going to benefit them. They really need to get their vitamin D from the sun. Mm -hmm. So how can you tell if um, the vitamin D is in your cell versus your serum? So by looking, by doing the comparison, by looking at both serum levels and cellular, cellular levels. So a micronutrient test like the spectra cell will be looking at their cellular level. So if it's low in the cells and high in the serum, then it's not getting into their cells. Okay, that, that's good to know. Um, let's see, you also talk about um, chromium and selenium. Yeah, so chromium, another nutrient that is really essential for uh, blood sugar control. And um, one thing that, you know, I see a lot, is I look at uh, people's nutrient status, you know, pretty much every day. So chromium is a, a really great indicator because it can be um, a deficiency that you may see before a more obvious uh, blood sugar issue presents itself. So some of the limitations with, um, you know, just looking at standard labs, looking at um, glucose. So when people have their um, annual checkup with their doctor, usually it's just, you know, a fasting blood glucose that is checked. Um, but having the ability to look at some other things too, like vitamin D levels in the cells and the serum, looking at chromium, it can be um, a, a better indicator and an earlier indicator um, if there is a blood sugar issue, even if it's mild. And so that can be really helpful and preventative in a lot of people. And um, if you can address that, um, help prevent the uh, blood sugar issue from uh, developing further. Mm. So what about um, selenium? Yeah, so um, selenium, um, selenium is like our uh, superstar antioxidant. <laughs> mm -hmm. So selenium is really important, is uh, really key because it helps to recycle a lot of our uh, antioxidants so like glutathione so glutathione that's the most abundant antioxidant in our body to help shield us from the damaging effects of a lot of inflammation so having healthy levels of um, selenium around is going to be really important so that we can reproduce glutathione so do you think that just eating a few um brazil nuts a day do you think that's a good source of selenium? Yeah, so uh, Brazil nuts, raw Brazil nuts are one of the best sources of selenium. Um, okay, so we talked about some, some really important nutrients for mm -hmm. managing acne. 
there's you you kind of close up your chapter about diet um, and nutrients uh, about eating you know kind of getting stuck into eating stress foods which you know I think we all know like chips and um, ice cream and uh, kind of those like nutrient sugar filled devoid kind of grainy foods mm -hmm. um, can you just sort of comment um, about like the problem with eating kind of that standard American diet and um, acne yeah sure so with the standard American diet in a nutshell it sets us up for failure because it is very high in uh, refined sugars, refined carbohydrates, uh, processed oils and fats. Um, so basically everything possible to drive inflammation, to disrupt our microbiome, uh, to cause blood sugar, dysregulations, that's what we get from the standard American diet. So if we're going to um, form a diet that's going to help um, keep our skin healthy, help keep our blood sugar regulated, we have to be very intentional about choosing foods that um, don't fit that criteria. Mm. So choosing foods that, um, you know, that are balanced, carbohydrates that are high in fiber, um, getting a variety of vegetables in our diet, um, choosing uh, oils that are not processed, that are high in omega-3s and omega-9s. Um, those are the things that we have to do. And we have to be intentional about it because if we're not, if we just, you know, eat whatever, um, eat out, um, it's not going to happen. We're going to fall into a standard American uh, way of eating. And it's, um, you know, again, it goes back to if acne is one of your symptoms, then you really need to get to the root cause. Um, and it's kind of a wake up call that your body is out of balance in some way. And it could be these nutrients um, that we were just been talking about. So something to definitely look into. Um, before we wrap up, I do want you to just uh, comment on your thoughts on alcohol. I get that question a lot. Um, you know, is, is alcohol, is there a place for alcohol for somebody who struggles with acne? Um, what, what's your thoughts on that? um if you're here's my thought so if you're trying to clear up your skin alcohol is not your friend point blank period you have to just cut it out it's going to be an obstacle to clearing your skin for a number of reasons so if you're really serious about uh, clearing your skin up and turning your health around you're going to have to eliminate it strictly for a period um i would say that there is a place for um, small amounts of um, alcohol once you're in a process where you've healed, where you've healed your gut. But um, when you're going through that healing process, alcohol can be a constant insult. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I think that's sort of the, the way that I feel about alcohol and PCOS as well. Um, mm. But, you know, it's hard to think about going through my entire life without a good glass of wine with 
a yeah. nice meal. So, um, but no, you can. Get it you, oh, go ahead. No, I get it a hundred percent. But uh, when you're going through the healing process, you know there's sacrifices that you have mm -hmm. to make strictly for a period of time so that you can get the result that you want. Because what would be even worse is to be, you know, kind of kind of eliminating alcohol forever and never really getting the result that you're trying to achieve. Yeah. And there's so much in your control. And that's what I think I really loved about your book. And again, the book's name is It's Not Just Acne. And it really uh, gives you the information that you need to move forward and make some lifestyle changes, um, you know, some information so that you can advocate uh, for yourself at your doctor's office for the tests that you might want to ask for, like that uh, nutrient deficiency labs. Um, and there's just so much to the book. And I really thank you for writing it. It's, it's um, honestly, it's the first book that I've read about acne from a functional medicine um, approach. So, so thank you, uh, Dr. Shana. And could you just tell us where we could pick up a copy of your book? Sure. Thank you so much for having me, Amy. I'm so excited to bring more awareness to this. Um, I, the book can be found at it's not just acne.com and uh, people can also find uh, my private practice where I do telemedicine at wellaheadchicago.com. And so just to, um, if somebody's dealing with acne and they're listening and they really resonate with your book, um, and our podcast today, they can reach out to you and do a telemedicine call um, to kind of get to the root causes of their acne. Yes, absolutely. Awesome. That's wonderful. Well, thank you so much again for, for taking time to come on the, the podcast. And thank you all for taking time out of your day to listen. And I look forward to being with you again very soon. Bye-bye. up our podcast today. Thank you so much for joining us on the PCOS Diva podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you liked this episode, remember to subscribe to PCOS Diva on iTunes or wherever else you may be listening to this show. And if you have a minute, please leave me a quick review on iTunes because I love to hear from you. If you think someone else might benefit from this free podcast, please take a minute to share it with a friend or family member so she can benefit from it too. And don't forget to sign up for my free weekly newsletter. Just enter your email at PCOSDiva.com to get instant access and make sure you never miss a future podcast. This is Amy Medling wishing you good health. Bye-bye.